Hey, this is John Lee Dumas from EO Fire, and you're listening to Elective Rotation with Pharmacy Joe. You must be prepared to ignite. What's up, Pharmacy Nation? I'm Pharmacy Joe. Thank you for listening to the Elective Rotation, a critical care pharmacy podcast. This is episode 80. In this episode, I'll discuss the drug phenytoin. I have all the evidence supporting today's show linked up in the show notes at pharmacyjoe.com slash episode 80. If you know someone who would find this podcast helpful, please share it with them. The Pharmacy Nation Slack group is a free community with other pharmacists from around the world collaborating using real-time messaging. You can sign up at pharmacynation.org. Common indications for the use of phenytoin are control of generalized tonic-clonic and complex partial seizures, Prevention and treatment of seizures occurring during or following neurosurgery and prevention of early post-traumatic seizures following traumatic brain injury. The initial dose of phenytoin is a loading dose of 15 to 20 milligrams per kilo, followed by a maintenance dose of 5 to 6 milligrams per kilo per day. To determine if a patient has a therapeutic phenytoin level, I look at four things in the following order. Number one, are seizures controlled? Number two, are side effects present? Number three, is the drug at steady state? And number four, what is the phenytoin level? As with all drugs, it's important to treat the patient, not the number. For most patients, the therapeutic range of phenytoin is 10 to 20 mics per ml. However, If seizures are controlled at 9 mics per ml or side effects are present at 12 mics per ml, a patient-specific therapeutic range should be considered. Phenytoin is highly protein-bound. In the setting of hypoalbuminemia, either a corrected phenytoin level should be estimated or a free phenytoin level should be checked. Formulas for adjusting the measured phenytoin level for hypoalbuminemia are population-based and may not be accurate in any given patient. A large number of conditions, including burns, sepsis, uremia, liver disease, and many more, can alter the serum binding of phenytoin. My preference is always to measure the free phenytoin if the patient has hypoalbuminemia because this is a patient-specific result. The average half-life of phenytoin in adults is about 24 hours, so any level taken within the first five days of initiation or dose change should not be considered a steady-state level. Just like in my pharmacokinetic textbook by Winter, I'll check a level two to three days after initiation to make sure phenytoin metabolism is not significantly abnormal, and again, five days after initiation or any dose change to assess the steady-state concentration. After that, I'll monitor the phenytoin level weekly as long as the patient is a hospital inpatient. 
I remember my pharmacokinetics class being split into two parts. One part was phenytoin kinetics, and the other part was all other drugs. The body's capacity to metabolize phenytoin is fixed and saturable. This is referred to as zero-order or Michaelis-Menten kinetics. The mnemonic peas and wheats has been used to remember all the drugs that have a saturable metabolism. Those drugs are phenytoin, warfarin, heparin, ethanol, acetaminophen, theophylline, tolbutamide, and salicylates. What makes phenytoin unique from these other medications is that the saturation point can overlap with the normal therapeutic dose range. A small change in dose can result in a massive change in plasma concentration if the saturation point is unknowingly exceeded. Even the 8% increase in bioavailability between the phenytoin base or oral suspension and chewable tablets compared to the phenytoin sodium oral capsules and IV formulation could be enough to surpass the saturation point and cause toxicity. Adjustments to the maintenance dose of phenytoin should be made in small increments. A fantastic guideline for maintenance dose adjustment is used by the University of Michigan Medical School, and they say a rough guide to making an adjustment to the daily dose that should be, excuse me, the daily dose that should increase a serum level without leading to a super therapeutic or toxic level is, if the concentration is less than 7, increase the maintenance dose by 100 milligrams per day. If the concentration is 7 to 12, the dose may be increased by 50 milligrams a day. If the concentration is greater than 12, the dose may be increased by 30 milligrams a day. And if the concentration is greater than 16, any change may result in a significant increase in serum level and should be done very carefully. If the phenytoin level is subtherapeutic and seizures are not controlled, it's best to reload the patient to quickly obtain a therapeutic level rather than make a large change to the daily dose. Again, the University of Michigan Medical School gives a nice rule of thumb for reloading a patient with phenytoin to achieve a therapeutic level. The loading dose equals the goal phenytoin level minus the current level times weight in kilograms. Cardiac toxicity may occur with phenytoin administration, even at normal infusion rates. Because of this, the FDA has added a warning to the prescribing information for phenytoin that suggests cardiac monitoring occurred during and after IV phenytoin administration. At supertherapeutic levels, phenytoin can be extremely toxic. The expected toxicities, according to the plasma level, are between 20 and 30 mics per ml, nystagmus, 30 to 40 mics per ml, ataxia, slurred speech, nausea and vomiting, 40 to 50 mics per ml, lethargy and confusion, and greater than 50 mics per ml, coma and seizure. The treatment of chronic phenytoin toxicity involves supportive care. Multiple dose activated charcoal might help enhance phenytoin elimination. Lidocaine should be avoided 
as the two drugs are both class 1B antiarrhythmic agents. Phenytoin is a complex medication to use safely. If you're not already familiar with phenytoin, you can expand your understanding beyond this podcast by reading an excellent review article that's found in pharmacotherapy, and I have it linked up in the show notes at pharmacyjoe.com slash episode 80. Do you have your own preference for dosing phenytoin? Post it in the comment section at the end of the show notes. Listeners can support the show when they shop using my link to Amazon. It will cost you no extra money, and I will receive a small commission from Amazon. Just use my link, pharmacyjoe.com shop, to take you to Amazon each time you shop. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you in the next episode of the Elective Rotation.